You've tuned into His Name Ministries Podcast. Um, looking at the live feed and people everywhere tuning in to pray for California and America and all that God has planned. Exactly. And we're all in this together. There's something so special about being uh, unified and having, having unity in the spirit. Much things get done. You can't go by what you see, by what you hear, but you just know mighty things have gotten done. Amen. And it's such an honor when you think about it to be a part of the family of God and get and we get to do what he wants to do on this earth. And it's amazing how we are living in this hour where technology can literally allow us to be gathered from all across the United States, even around the world. So if you're watching, hit that share button. Let people know. There's a prayer meeting happening. I don't care if you're in your living room, your bedroom, you're about to go to bed. You, hey, you're about to be involved in a prayer meeting for California and for America. And it, it does something to your faith. It does. It, when you're all in this together, when, when prayers are all together, things happen. Uh, and, you know, Paul says that, don't forsake the gathering of the brethren. I, I, can, I remember one time I was kind of going through something and I was... I was talking to the Lord about something, and I just, something was weighing on my heart. And I went to church that night. I went to a prayer service. And right when I was in that prayer service, I wasn't even thinking about it. But the Holy Spirit, the Lord spoke to me, comforted me. So it's amazing how technology has all of us together. And we're all praying. We're all believing. I'm so thankful for the people, you guys coming here. You didn't just come here just to come. You know, you're in the maybe traffic and driving those California uh, highways, but you are bringing your supply in the spirit. No one has your supply. Your supply in the spirit is special to God. And when we all come together, things get done. God is good. That's why we have this California prayer meeting. It's not just to, to have a meeting to say we had one. No, it's for us to pray. And when you pray, things happening happen. When you pray, things change. And the presence of the Holy Spirit, even online, touch you and your life will never be the same. That's what I pray. I pray these meetings. Even yeah. you, pray, you praying for California, you praying for America, you praying for your loved ones. Mm. But I pray that you yes. will never be the same. Yes. That's Amen. what I got right now that their lives will be touched by God, that their lives will be changed. You don't have to have a preacher try to convince you. Mm -hmm. You just know I'm on fire for God. I don't care if people make fun of me. Mm -hmm. I don't care if I'm misunderstood. I love Jesus. I'm a man of prayer. I'm a woman of prayer. The enemy might say, you're not that great of a prayer. Look at them. No, I am a person of prayer. No one prays the way I pray. And when we have that mentality and we all come together and we say, Lord, we want you to use us. We want you, Holy Spirit, to pray through us. Much things get done. Yes. I'm reminded of a, a meeting, my grandmother, Billy Brim. She's, she's calling in tonight. She's about to call in. So I want to encourage you, let people know. She says she has a word of, from the Lord. Amen. But she, she went to a meeting and it was Brother Kenneth E. Hagan. And it was her first meeting ever going to his. She's just new in this 
uh, you know, she didn't know about praying in tongues. She literally, she always says, I was at my church, they said that was of the devil. And she catches herself at this meeting. There's not very many people there. But the word of the Lord goes forth and said, God has called you guys to be at this meeting. And he's raising up some chiefs in the clan. Brother Kenneth Copeland was there. No one knew who he was. My grandma said that people didn't ask him for Bible, ask him Bible questions. They didn't know who he was. My grandmother was there. Other people were there. What was it? God had something special that night. And I know part of my grandmother's calling is to help the prayers. And she's standing for California. She loves California. She knows the history of California, what God did here in Azusa, how God used William Seymour, the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, Amy Simple McPherson. And guess what? It's going to happen again, even greater. I believe that. But it's not going to just happen with us just standing around complaining how bad it is. No, it's us praying. It's us believing. The prayers that have been prayed for from saints that are not even on earth anymore. They're on the other side of the veil. They're in heaven cheering us on. And it's us praying and believing and agreeing with those prayers, saying, God, you are going to do it again. I won't be satisfied by a light show. I won't be satisfied by the, oh, just this worship music with the smoke machine. Nothing wrong with that, but I don't want that. I want you to pour out your spirit. I want the anointing of God. I want the awakening to God. Where people that are unsaved go, whoa, that's God. That's what we're believing for. That's why we're praying from all across America, all across the world. America needs a touch from God. California needs a touch from God. The world needs a touch from God. And it's gonna happen. Jesus is coming soon. So wherever you are, just raise your hands right now. Jesus, we worship you. You are coming soon. I pray, Lord, let that be branded on our hearts tonight that the time is short, no more playing around, a spirit of prayer being outpoured upon us. Let us be prayer warriors. People that never even thought about praying, let them become a prayer warrior. Pour out upon us, Father, a fresh touch, a fresh anointing. For this hour, we need you. We depend upon you. We depend upon you. Let your glory pour out into the streets and our communities. In California, let your glory fall. In America, in the White House. Your glory, your goodness, the heavy, weighty glory. Hallelujah. Just right now, just sing in the spirit, pray in the spirit, whatever you feel. Just stir yourself up. Just stir yourself up. Stirring all across the world. 
Holy Ghost stirring. California is being stirred up, stirring up the seeds in the ground, stirring up the prayers in the ground, stirring it up. Stirring it up. It's between you and the Lord. Afresh and anew. Afresh and anew. His burn is easy, his yoke is light. Hallelujah. Come to me and he'll give you rest. Come to him, he'll give you rest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A recharge. A recharge, a refiring. A refiring. Praise you, Jesus. I want you to keep praying, but I want to read this. This is what they said about Azusa Street, the Azusa Street revival. It said this, people came to California. People came to California to tap into the outpouring of heaven. I believe that's going to happen again. People came from all across the world to where? California. Not to go to Hollywood, to go to the movie theaters, to go shopping, to go to the beach. No, they came to tap into something, an outpouring of heaven from every state and from all around the world. Literally, it says this, literally tens of thousands of people tasted of the heavenly gift. What was the heavenly gift? It was the glory of God. It was the presence of God. Literally, California was a fueling station. People came here. They got touched by the glory. They got touched by the anointing of God, and they went off to other countries, to other states, and revivals happened. Move of God, moves of God happened all across the world. That's how it spread. That's how this, the Pentecost message, that's how it all spread. It all was here in California. And that's coming back again. That's coming back again. So, Lord, we thank you for that. A fueling station, California, a fueling station of your glory of your presence. It's not about a man. It's not about what he does. It's not about the attention on whoever it is. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Holy Spirit. It's all about you. If we lift you up, we lift you up tonight. We give you all the glory, all the praise, all the honor. All the glory, all the praise, all the honor. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for my grandmother, her call to you. Thankful she said yes to you. 
how her yes impacted all of us, impacted me. I pray there's some of you right now, you're kind of on the fence about something. I pray that you say yes tonight to what God has called you to do. So Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you for her, one of her assignments is to help the prayers. We are the prayers. It's not just for ladies on a Tuesday night, all of us coming together, being people of prayer. So we thank you, Lord, for that tonight. We thank you for the anointing of God, the presence of God. In Jesus' name, amen. People watching online, I believe there's some of you dealing with pain, sicknesses. Right now, I know, I just sensed in my heart, the Holy Spirit, the anointing of God has touched you and you are healed in Jesus' mighty name. As you put your eyes on him, and if, if that's happened to you, let me know. Write in the comments. I, I want to hear. I want to hear the testimony. Hallelujah. King of glory. He is the king of glory. Presence of the Lord. The presence of the Lord's here. I know it's online. Wherever you are, you can sense his presence. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to call my grandmother. She's going to help the prayers. Amen. That's us. A word from heaven. Shalom. Shalom. I guess I'm going to have to put you, put the picture down here. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? Yes, Shalom. I can hear you. Shalom. Okay, bless the Lord. Um, hallelujah. Brandon, I, um, I, I want to start tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about the reins of the Spirit. Amen. And I'm going to repeat some things, but I just have seen something, which I'll tell you later, uh, just exciting uh, about uh, the prayer meeting tonight and, and the dates that we're in right now, the dates on the calendar and how really apropos and important it is this very date, this very night. And I want to talk to you, read some scriptures first. You know, the Bible says that everything in the Old Testament is an example. What happened to them? And it is a shadow and a type of what we are to know. So I want to begin with when the children of Israel were going into the promised land. And if you have your Bibles, turn to Deuteronomy 11. And God said to them through Moses, we'll start with verse 10. For the land where you go in to possess it is not as the land of Egypt from whence you came out, where you sowed your seed and watered it with your foot as a garden of herbs. Now, they had come from Egypt, and Egypt, uh, it, it depended upon the rise and fall of the Nile River. And they had to irrigate inland, and they did it with water wheels that they pedaled with their feet. And God says to them, now the land you're going is not like that. You don't have any Nile River there. 
verse 11, Deuteronomy 11, 11, but the land where you go to possess it is a land of hills and valleys and drinks water of the rain of heaven. In other words, it depends on rain, not mm -hmm. a Nile River. Verse 12, a land where the Lord your God cares for, the eyes of the Lord your God are always upon it from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. And it shall come to pass, if you shall hearken diligently unto my commandments that I command you this day, to love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. Here's the reward for all that. Verse 14, I will give you the rain. I will give you the rain of your land in its due season. The first rain or the early rain and the latter rain. That you may gather in your corn, your wine and your oil. So you're going into the promised land and you're going to, uh, it, it, it's going to have harvests. And in order for the harvest to come, the corn, the wine, and the oil, you have to have the seasonal rain. Now in Israel, their new year, the civil new year, uh, begins in the autumn. They have two new years. They have one in the spring, which is the um, sacred calendar year. But the civil year, uh, the one they buy and sell, the one they do all their business by, begins in Rosh Hashanah in the autumn and the early rain comes in the autumn and it fixes the ground so that they plant their crops. Then the latter rain comes over at the end of winter and early spring, February, March, and it, it waters the crop before it's going to be reaped in April and, and June. So two seasons of rain, early rain and latter rain real rain seasonal rain but when you come to the book of joel the prophet he starts telling us that these rains signify spiritual outpouring joel chapter 2 verse 23 be glad then you children of zion and rejoice in the lord your god for he has given you the former rain moderately that's the early rain. And he will cause to come down for you the rain. Now that's the, these, these rains have special names and that's the latter rain there. So the former rain and the latter rain. But then he says, you're going to have a time when the former rain and the latter rain come together in the first month. In other words, rain, the former rain, latter rain. And then former and latter rain together. A really great outpouring. And the floors shall be full of wheat. And the vats shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten, the canker worm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm. So there's Joel. And he's, he's speaking about these things. Now we come over to Acts chapter 2. And in Acts chapter 2, it's been the great outpouring of the Holy Ghost. And tongues of fire came and sat upon them in that upper room. 
after Jesus has gone to the cross and he is cleansing with his blood. Now the Holy Spirit can come up on them and fill them and tongues of fire set upon them. Now, after that happened in the upper room, but after it happened in the upper room, the upper room couldn't hold those 120 people. They spilled out of there to the streets of Jerusalem. They went probably to those great big broad steps going into the temple and there Peter preached and they all spoke with other tongues and the Bible says they had come there from all the known world and they heard them in their own tongues then Peter get, and somebody said oh my goodness we hear them in our own tongues they're speaking the wonderful words of, words of God and someone said oh they're drunk and Peter got up and preached and Peter said, standing up with the 11, he lifted, this is Acts 2, 14. Peter, standing up with the 11, lifted up his voice and said unto them, You men of Judea, and all you that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. These are not drunken, as you suppose, seeing it's only the third hour of the day, nine o'clock in the morning. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the end of days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out of my spirit. And they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above and signs on the earth beneath and blood and fire and vapor of smoke. Now, what do we see here? God gave the natural rains in Israel. Former rain, latter rain. Now Joel says, he's giving you the former rain, he's giving you the latter rain, but he's going to make them both come together. There's going to be former and latter rain together in a great, great outpouring. And he's going to restore all the things that were lost with the locust ate, the canker worm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm. Now, when Peter comes and preaches, he says, this is that. This outpouring of the Holy Spirit is that, that Joel was prophesying. Amen. Now, I want to submit to you this. The Acts chapter 2, day of Pentecost, Peter and the apostles in Jerusalem. That was the former rain outpouring. The Azusa Street outpouring was the latter rain outpouring. We are still looking forward to the former rain and latter rain together that Joel prophesied. Everything that happened in the Acts chapter 2, former rain. Everything that happened in the Azusa Street, latter rain. It's all going to come together and more in a great outpouring that we're looking for. And we are told how this rain comes. Zechariah 10, 1. Ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. 
So the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to everyone grass in his field or harvest. So we're told that you pray for these rains. Now, the former rain outpouring, Acts chapter 2. In this western hemisphere, the waters of the latter rain fell first on seekers in the Kansas Plains. Charles Fox Parham and the Topeka, Kansas outpouring. In 1900, after what he called a period of fasting and prayer, Reverend Charles Parham was led of the Spirit to begin a Bible school. By a series of wonderful miracles, he said, we were enabled to secure what was known as Stone's Folly, a great mansion, patterned after an English castle, one mile west of uh, Topeka, Kansas. It was a huge castle. It was a story. You can read the miraculous story of how he got that in John G. Lake's book. Now, one of the ladies there, they, uh, well, actually, he was standing in front of this. Here's this castle, this overgrown castle on the, on the Kansas Plains. He's standing in front of it. And he said, this looks like the building I saw in my vision, in wow. my dream. Wow. Someone walks from around the back. Looks like he's cleaning up the place, mowing the lawn, things like that. He said, what do you mean your dream? And Brother Parham said, we're supposed to have a Bible school. And I saw this in a vision in a dream. And this man had built this. And he, his name was Mr. Stone. And he said, I'm Mr. Stone. I live in, guess where? California. Wow. He said, I just came back to clean up the place. Here's the key. You can use it. So it was huge. They even had a prayer tower. And when the building was dedicated, 40 students were supernaturally sent there. 40 students. They came by train. They came by other ways. God told them, there's going to be a Bible school here. The Lord sent us. So 40 came. And one of them was named Lillian Thistlewaite. And she wrote about it. She said, on the day we dedicated it for the school, Captain Tuttle, a godly man, saw in a vision just above the building a vast lake of fresh water about to overflow, containing enough to satisfy every thirsty soul. So after they had the great outpouring there, they said, we saw that this was the promise of the Pentecostal baptism which followed. So Miss Thistlewaite, she wrote about it. And she said, it was just before the Christmas holidays, we took up the study of the Holy Ghost. Mr. Parham was going to Kansas City to conduct meetings. Before leaving, he said this to the students. Students, though I honor the Holy Ghost in anointing power, in conversion and sanctification, I believe there's a greater revelation of the power. The gifts of the Holy Spirit with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I believe that at Christ's second coming, the church will be found with the same power the apostles and early church had. Now, students, while I'm gone, see if there is not some evidence given of the baptism so there may be no doubt on the subject. So the students, while he was away, they all went to their rooms. They could go to rooms apart from each other. It was huge. Now Charles Parham writes this when he got back. 
I returned to the school on the morning preceding watch night services in the year 1900. In other words, December 31st, 1900. At about 10 o'clock in the morning, I rang the bell calling all the students in the chapel to get their report. See, he'd assigned them to see if they could find an evidence of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. To my astonishment, they all had the same story. While different things occurred when the Pentecostal blessing fell, the indisputable proof in the Bible on each occasion was they spoke with other tongues. Here's 40 students. He gave them that assignment. They went apart. Each one of them were told to go apart by themselves. And they all came with the same answer. Every time the evidence was tongues. So for the watch night service, about 75 people gathered, the 40 students and then others. I'm reading you exactly what Parham wrote. A mighty spiritual power filled the entire room, school. Sister Agnes Osman, just past midnight, January 1st, 1901, which is the official beginning of the 20th century, Sister Agnes Osman asked that hands might be laid upon her to receive the Holy Spirit. At first, I refused, not having the experience myself. Then, being further pressed to do it humbly in the name of Jesus, I laid my hand upon her head and prayed. I had scarcely repeated three dozen sentences when a glory fell upon her. A halo seemed to surround her head and face. And she began speaking in the Chinese language and was unable to speak English for three days. When she tried to write in English to tell us of her experiences, she wrote the Chinese copies of which we still have in newspapers printed at that time. Seeing this marvelous manifestation of the restoration of Pentecostal power, we removed the beds from a dormitory on the upper floor, and for two days and three nights, we continued to pray and wait upon God. I had to go to Topeka to preach one night on January 3rd. On returning to the school, I ascended the second floor and passing down the corridor in the upper rooms, I heard the most wonderful sounds. The door was slightly ajar. The room was lit with only coal oil lamps. I pushed the door open and it was filled with a sheen of white light. Twelve ministers of different denominations were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke with other tongues. Sister Stanley, an elderly lady, came across the room and told me that just before I entered, Tongues of fire were sitting and seen sitting above their heads. When I beheld the evidence, my heart was melted in gratitude, and he asked for the same blessing, and he began to speak with tongues. Now that upper room in Jerusalem could not hold those who received the power from on high. They spilled out into the streets of the city, and likewise, in that upper room in Topeka, the seekers spilled out, and they traveled through towns in Kansas, Missouri, and Oklahoma, proclaiming their messages with signs following, and my great-grandparents received the Holy Spirit baptism through them when they came through Coweta, Oklahoma. They eventually worked down their way in 1906 to Houston, Texas, 
And in January 1906, Charles Parham opened a Bible school in Houston, Texas. And one student, William J. Seymour, born in 1870 to former slaves, was especially hungry for God. He, uh, there were some laws then of segregation and, and, and they got around it by having him listen from an adjoining room through an open door. A little while later, he was invited to Los Angeles with a view to assisting a sister Hutchison pastor her church. Seymour preached the first Sunday morning on the baptism with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, and he had not even received himself. But then when he came back for the Sunday evening service, the door was padlocked. But Seymour was invited to hold prayer meetings in homes. First, the Owens-Lee home, and then the Asbury home at 214 North Bonnie Bray Street. Prayer in the Bonnie Bray house took on fervor from, listen to the dates, April 6th. And on April 9, 1906, the fire fell. Vincent Sinan, a great historian of Pentecostal and charismatic moves, describes it. Suddenly, Seymour and seven others fell to the floor, speaking in other tongues. One of the seven was Jenny Moore, who would one day become Seymour's wife. She began to play beautiful music on an old upright piano and to sing. Up until this time, she'd never played the piano. She was able to play the instrument for the rest of her life. The phenomenon of tongues and the dynamic message was so exciting that the next night, even larger crowds gathered in the street in front of the house to hear Elder Seymour preach from a homemade pulpit on the front porch. One eyewitness described it. They shouted three days and nights. Now listen to this. It was the Easter season. The people came from everywhere. By the next morning, there was no way of getting near the house. As people came in, they would fall under God's power and the whole city was stirred. The crowds grew so large at Bonnie Bray Street, the porch collapsed. And within a week, they looked for a larger building and found a former AME church more recently used as a livery stable on Azusa Street, and the rest is history. Now listen to this. If you've ever heard me teach about end times, and you've ever heard me teach about the Moeds, their appointed times, Passover, Pesach, is a Moed on God's um, redemptive calendar. So aware of the importance of Moeds, on God's redemptive calendar, I looked up the date of the Bonnie Bray Street outpouring, April 9, 1906. I was not surprised to find that it was Erev Pesach, the night of the Seder meal, which begins the Passover week. And you know that Jesus is our Passover lamb and that Jesus 
in John 13, 14, he had celebrated the Seder meal, the Passover meal with his apostles. And it was there he promised that the Holy Spirit would be poured out. So, the meetings on Bonnie Bray Street were April 6 through 9. And April 9 was the day of Passover, the evening of Passover, the evening that you have the Passover meal. Do you know when that is this year? That Saturday evening, March 27. Here we are on March 25th. You could imagine it's been exactly 115 years ago by the Hebrew calendar, which is the God calendar. It's not our calendar. Our calendar's off. The Gregorian calendar's off. So pay no attention to that. We are exactly, even though it was April 6 through 9 then, on the God calendar, these are the very days Passover begins March 27, Saturday evening. Jews all over this world will be having the Seder meal. And here you and I are in our California prayer meeting on exactly those same days that they were praying at Bonnie Bray Street, wow. according to the God calendar. We're doing that tonight. This is exactly 115 years later than the Bonnie Bray Street outpouring. And we are praying. Now you've heard me tell that the Lord led us to have a prayer meeting in 1983 in California. And the dates we had it were April 6 through 9. I had no idea what we were doing. I had no idea. I had no idea that those were the very dates, even on the Hebrew calendar that year, of the Bonnie Bray Street outpouring. Wow. And when I went out there to have that meeting, Secrets of Intercession, I'd been to Soviet Russia three times before I ever came to California. But the Lord had told me through Kenneth Hagin, these old time prayers, these ones that know really how to pray. If you don't get out of them, what they've got, they're going to go on to heaven. We're going to lose it. So we invited them all to come out to that prayer meeting. And we have videos of that meeting. And I am going to instruct. It's They're so important. I am going to instruct that our, our, our media people, I, I've forgotten how many are. That many meetings, April 6 through 9, DVDs. You just need to see these old-timers. And you need to see uh, the Spirit of God on them. You need to see Brother Halverson when he's prophesied what's going to happen in California. Amen. And I am going to, I am going to say right now, I think this will cover our handling of those. I think that we'll, we'll, and we'll include, we'll pay the shipping for $30 for those DVDs. Amen. And I'm going to make that available uh, 
this month, March, and next month, April. And then it will go off, the offer. That will go off, $30. So you can do that. You can go to billybrim.org, or you can call our number. If you go to billybrim.org, you'll find a number that you can call, 1-800 number, and order these for $30, and it will include the shipping. But you have to say, uh, I'm a part of the California prayer meeting. Even you could live in New York. I saw some of you, Miss Lana and all others. Uh, but you say, I'm part of the California prayer meeting. And then you can get it for that price. Oh, you'll be so amazed. Amen. Brandon, you have got to watch these. Yes. I know you have watched them in years past. But yes. you've got to watch them again. I will. Bless the Lord. We, our, our building, that we had it in, the roof came on fire. Wow. People driving by saw the roof on fire. We had all kinds of supernatural things happen. Bless the Lord. How and early, that? we would go out there and, and you follow uh, McGee, Clyde McGee, that space scientist that's really responsible for our being able to have internet now, he and two other men. His wife was a great prayer. And I would go out there and we would have pastors. Art, what's Art's name? Art Segundo? Uh, yeah, Segundo? he yep. was a part of those meetings. Yep. Actually, Brother Halverson, I think, was translated into his uh, home or his hotel room one during that meeting. Oh, we had supernatural wow. things happen. Oh, my goodness, supernatural things happen. I've never been to a meeting like it. Never, ever, since. Hmm. Never seen the supernatural, never seen the fire, never seen the rains, never seen anything. Wow. What happened? I'm going to read you in a minute part of Brother Hagen, uh, Halverson's prophecy. But before I went out there, uh, Ufala would have a little meeting in her home and invite pastors to come, and we would tell them we're going to have this meeting. So I had gone out of there for one of those pre-meetings, and uh, early on, I asked five people to take me to Azusa Street, my first trip there. It was probably the last day anyone could have recognized the little pie-shaped portion of the street upon which the Azusa Street mission stood. Heavy equipment was there to take out the curbing. And uh, the operators of this heavy equipment, which was not moving then, they were taking their lunch. I was there with five other people and a spirit of prayer engulfed me. The workers rushed up and told us to leave and they said, you can't be here. Holy laughter hit the center of my being. I have never had it like that before or since. I've been in services where people laugh, but I could always stop if I wanted to. Not this time. <laughs> I could not stop. I bent over. I laughed uncontrollably. <laughs> the worker said, she's crazy, and they ran away. <laughs> I looked up at the street sign, which was leaning. I wish I'd gotten it. They were taking it out. <laughs> Something supernatural happened. The A stood out. The Z stood out. And then it was USA. A to Z in the USA. And I heard the voice of the Lord audible to me from beginning to ending USA, from this little street which goes nowhere. 
through people the world thought little of. I took this Pentecostal message across the USA and around the world. Now get a meeting place as close to here, as near to the street as you can, and bring the prayers. For the reins of the Spirit will fall first where they fell last because of the seeds that were sown. Now, at later on in the meeting, he said the fires will fall. But this time he said the reins of the Spirit will fall first Hallelujah. where they fell last because of the seeds that were sown. We had no funds. Here's one of the supernatural, oh my goodness, to think that it even happened. It was a miracle. And there we had the great prayers. Philip Halverson, John G. Lake's daughter and son-in-law, Rachel T. Patiller, Mama Goodwin, Mrs. J.R. Goodwin, and Eddie Hyatt writing around that says, the Azusa Street Revival was birthed in a melee of prayer. 19th century had, had witnessed the erosion of many people's faith through the emergence of, emergence of Darwinism and evolution and higher biblical criticism. Many Christians believe that only a restoration of the Pentecostal power would stem this tide of skepticism and unbelief. Perhaps nowhere was that as the 20th century dawned, many were therefore praying for a revival of biblical proportions that would result in world evangelism and usher in the second coming of Christ. Hallelujah. Perhaps nowhere was the desire for revival more intense than in Los Angeles, California. Amen. Scores of individuals and in small groups gave themselves to intense times of prayer. You've talked about Seymour, I've heard you, son, and how many hours a day he prayed. I uh, found tonight just a little kind of a kind of a little summary of, of what Brother Halverson. Let me see if I can get it up here. Uh, of what he saw. Amen. Bless the Lord. Hold on just a minute here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Thank you, Lord. Um, Here, I've got it. Just a jiffy. Mm. Okay. Um, he talked, he's talking, and, and what I've got here is just some notes. And at the end of, oh, he, when, he, when he ministers, he prays all the time he's ministering. Mm. So you'll want to get those uh, DVDs and yes. watch it. Yes. But he talked about... Uh, what he saw of the move that's coming and why we had that meeting. And some of the things that came out, some of the praises you might say in prayer, loose them, free, free, loose them to move in that dimension, to move in that dimension. The youth, I lift up the youth, loose the youth, 
and use them. Loose them and use them. Loose them from the power of darkness. Buildings, so many buildings. Doors won't be locked. Open all the time. God does not know inflation nor recession. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills and he knows when to bring them Amen. to market. Thank you, Lord. Now he's talking about Los Angeles. He's talking about that area, California. The pastors, give them faith to move out. The Lord is going to pour out his spirit. It will be like a prairie fire. This meeting has been called here for that purpose. You have to obey. So that was the meeting we were called to. And then he told the story about how Vicki Jameson, the Lord sent her to uh, New Orleans to have a meeting. And God told Brother Halverson, you go and pray for her. Brother Halverson was in the plane and a demon spirit manifests on that plane. Wow. And he said, I met the prince of the power of the air over New Orleans in a plane over Lake Pontchartrain. <laughs> and that demon tried to get him to stop because there were people coming to the Lord, men, and I'm reading you, Brother Halverson's, multitudes were getting saved from the underworld. We went on TV. Men came to know the Lord who didn't sleep in the same bed two nights in a row. The prince of the power of the air, Brother Halverson, on that plane broke his power because he'd been trying to kill Vicky. But Brother Halverson broke that. He broke that uh, prince. Now, then he started to talk about the prince of the power of the air over Los Angeles. And he called for the intercessors to break it. Amen. Then I've got a note here. I didn't watch this tonight, but I have notes. I got up and the Lord said the city is named the city of angels. But Satan mocked God and said, I'm going to send in my angels of darkness. But that city will live up to its name. It will, however, need to have uh, the powers of the prince of darkness and the angels of darkness broken. Amen. So how do you do these things? You do it the same way they did it. You pray. Amen. Diligently, you pray. So, Glory. let us pray. Amen. Let us pray now. Hallelujah. And we're going to be praying, asking God for the rains. The former and latter rains together. This deluge of the Holy Spirit like has never been before. With everything that was at, that was at uh, Azusa Street. Everything. Everything that was at Acts, Book of Acts, former rain outpouring, everything at Azusa Street Close together. Enough. Plus, yes, that's what we're asking for. Yes, we're, we're asking, asking for that. 
for this that the prophet Joel prophesied. And oh Lord, I'm asking you, I'm asking you that the people that are on this line so faithful to tune in, so faithful. Yes, faithful. I'm asking you, Father, to give them a spirit of prayer. Yes, give Lord. them a hunger for God. Give them a spirit for prayer. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Father. And here we are praying exactly at the same time. We are praying exactly at the same time. Yes. They saw Darwinism. They saw all these things and they prayed. We see all these things around us. Praying and we know there's no answer but the Spirit of God. There's no answer but an outpouring. There's no answer but an awakening. It depends on us. You're so willing. You're so the weather was like it is now. The days were like they are now. And on that Seder night, there was an outpouring at Body Brace Tree. Oh, how we would that this Saturday night there could be an outpouring. Yes, that would shake California not with an earthquake but with a Godquake. Kasa <laughs> 
Sofrande di Bahatara, Makala Kaladino. O Giribari, io non corro, ma Kahai, 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 Sofra Oh, how America needs this, Lord. How we need this. We need this, Lord. We need this. We need an outpouring. We need an awakening. We need the Spirit of God in the streets. Awakening, yes, in the streets. In the hospitals, oh, hospitals, i sette porti, scendono con la paia, con le bedagne, con le besciacchie, con la parola del tonno, con la cara. E c'è un odore, ma cale, ma la tua scende, di cala caladino, con la bacchetta. Mille toro, mille toro, mille toro. Mille toro fronde, mille toro fronde, mille toro fronde, mille toro fronde, mille toro fronde. Kangi, Kangi Vasco, Masor, non ho nanci di capra, 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 non 
Father, we asking you for the rains. It is the time. It is the time, Father. Even Brother Parham and Brother Seymour prophesied that in about a hundred years this great appointment comes. Lord, it's been a hundred years. My Jesus and more. We're too well satisfied without it. Father, in the name of Jesus, please to give us a hunger, please to give us a hunger, please to give us a hunger. you came the Passover lamb you, you shed your blood the promised Holy Spirit came Hallelujah. Fire upon their heads, fire upon their bosoms, fire within them. And oh, Father, you never failed. Yes, Lord. You didn't want it to, web, uh, to ebb and wane. Father, forgive us. Forgive us for being satisfied. Forgive us for being satisfied without the power. Oh, Father, forgive us. Yeah. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me for being satisfied. Hallelujah. 
Paprino, Paprino. Nica la basca e de baluta, e de baluta frenaki, le do shondele bahala pa. Coprinicola bechator godoshke divra, e le bon diafo te calabashete, mi ricondaria tasco dove bacaia no con la bacista. Ma <laughs> Che le Send the rains, send the rains. Send it, Father. We thank you, Lord, for it. We thank you for it. Kalavaba <laughs> Zikanabandi Kiara <laughs> Sukuna, <laughs> 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 
Se ne va molto con scelta che contorno ma cala cala di lo copre. E le mamma che mi scende le corna ma cala cala la cosa le va scendere con la barba sata. Zide le corna ma cala cala di scopo. ハレルヤ。ハレルヤ。ハレルヤ。ハレルヤ。ハレルヤ。ハレルヤ。ハレルヤ。ハレルヤ。ハレルヤ。ハレルヤ。ハレルヤ。ハレルヤ。ハレル
the plan of God for America. The plan of God for California. Yes. The plan of God. The plan of God. Vishato, Vishato. Vishato for the United States. Yes. America. Oh, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, we call forth remembrance of the covenants of the forefathers. Under God, we are under God. One nation under God, under God, under God. Yes, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. So called Supernatural. Upon that utterance, we depend now, Father. We depend. We depend upon the utterance. Supernatural. Father. Father. Thank you, Lord. I said, Batetia to the Gohoshetto. Canagalacatia to the Gohoshetto. Jesus. Is it in Macalacoria, Macalacolin? Undivasciote, malitancio. So caranarabasa. Bretasco, bretasco, nia do de bagni, nicola bagni. So caranarabasa. 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 So 
Shikarabamba <laughs> Thank you, Lord. So, Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Oh, Oh, Thank you, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
the former and the latter rain. Send the rain. Send the rain. Send the rain. Send the rains or the rains of the spirit. Send the rain, Father. Praise you, Worship you, Father. Thank you for the rains. Thank you for the Thank you, Father God, for the ladder and the Charging up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise your name. Praise you, Father. Brandon, I'll just uh, give it back to you. And Amen. Continue just as you're led. Amen. Thank you so much for doing what God's called you to do, helping us, the prayers. Such a sweet presence, such a sweet spirit. And I know it's no coincidence, those dates you said. And I'm going to that house soon, that Bonnie Bray house. And um, it's happening. The rains are, are here. They're coming. 
and it's going to be the, the joining of those reins. And I know much things got done tonight. So I love you, Mimi. Thank you. I love you, and I'm going to uh, turn back on my TV, on my um, computer, so I'll, I won't be talking to you anymore, but I'll be watching. Okay, thank you. All right, love you, love honey. You too. Bye. Bye. Amen. We're going to go to midnight tonight. <laughs> I believe it, man. I, I believe it's it's here. I know my dear sister, I met her, well, I met her like two weeks ago. You came to California, right? Where were you living before? Chicago. Okay, that's right. She came here. The, the Lord brought her to California. And I know it's, it's for to be a part of that. She's a prayer warrior. And... Um, we were at a service and I said, hey, we have a prayer meeting. So she's here. So the Lord has all of us here, not just to, to be here, but it's a strategic thing. What God is doing here in California, because what happens in California trickles down all across America and even the world. People are looking at California. And fashion, people look at California. Movies, people are looking what's out of Hollywood, what's out of L.A., and it's going to be the same thing in the spirit. Whoa, what is happening? And when it starts in California, when this great move of God that we prayed about tonight, when this outpouring of the presence, when it hits, it's not going to be one person. It's not going to be someone having a, a, a night of worship, just this one guy. It's going to be everyone. The night of worship is going to be on the streets. The night of worship is going to be at the bars, the presence of God. It's the presence of God. It's not going to be one man. It's going to be one woman. It's going to be everyone involved. And it's going to be people of prayer that are going to be the vital part of it. Because it's not going to happen by just worshiping God. That's great, but it's by you and I praying. It's you and I contending. Amen. Not pretending, not playing in church, but contending. Saying, God, we have to have a move of God. God, what you did in Azusa, you're going to do it again. Those rains are coming forth now in Jesus' mighty name. I don't care what it says on the news. I don't care what people are saying. I know in my spirit. I know. Just like that, that, that lady in the Bible with Elisha and, and or Elijah. And she she had Elijah. I think it was Elisha kept passed by and she said, I want to take care of you. Here's some bread. And then she says, I want to do something else. I want, to, I want to build a place for the man of God to come and to rest and to dwell. How many know she started out with bread? It says she was a notable woman. She had lots of means. She had money. She took care of the, the man of God. And she says, I want him dwelling in my house. And she built an upper room for him, a place for him to dwell. That takes money. That takes time. That takes resources. If Destiny would tell me that, Brandon, I want you to add a, a room on our place. I don't know how to do that. That's going to cost money. I'm going to have to hire someone to do that. That took time, effort, money. So he came by. To make a long story short, he goes in there and he dwells. And then he says, what can I do for you? He tells Gehazi, tell her, what does she need? What does she believe in God for? When you take care of God first, when you put the things of, God's, uh, things of God first in your life, things, everything else will be added unto you. With me, my future, what God had called me to do, I never even prayed about it. I just seek God. I put God first in my life and everything else followed. 
So Elijah, Elijah goes, what do you want? What do you, tells Gehazi, I ask what she wants. She took care of me. She gave me bread. She gave me some nice biscuits. Come on. She fed me. She let me stay here in this nice place. Now I want to take care of her. She says, I'm good. I dwell, my, I dwell among my own people. I don't need anything. But how many know the prophetic kicked in and God knows your heart? God knows your true desires. God knows what you're believing God for. He knows your thoughts. And she was believing God for a son. And he says, by this time next year, you're going to have a, a son. She goes, don't tempt me, my Lord. The anointing of God, the presence of God, basically saying, don't tease me. Don't, don't, don't just be saying that. It hit something. It struck something in her spirit. He, and she said, don't tease me. And guess what? She had that baby. She had that boy. Years go by. We know what happened. Happens. He's out in the field working with his dad. He, he dies. And what does she do? Does she cry? Does she say, it's all over? No, she goes and finds the man of God. And he sees her coming. He tells Gehazi, go ask. What it, how, how, how's everything going? She, something's going on. And she said this, it is well. And the natural, it is not well at all. Your boy has died. She told people, it is well. Hallelujah. It's coming. It's here. I don't care what it looks like in the natural. I don't care what people are saying. We are here and we are praying. And we know God is moving in California and moving in America. You might be saying, what's going on, America? Do you see who's in the White House? Hey, God is not concerned. That guy, he doesn't even know he's talking. God is not concerned. It is well. So, Lord, I thank you for that tonight. I thank you, Lord, what, what happened in the spirit. Us praying, I thank you for my grandmother. I thank you for the spirit of Azusa. I thank you for a hunger for prayer. I thank you for the rains coming forth. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. What an awesome night. Did you enjoy tonight? Amazing. And tomorrow night, we're going to be here, 7 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, California prayer meeting. And it's just going to intensify from this. Amen. I want to ask for you guys to keep us in prayer next week. Destiny and I, we are flying to Baltimore, Maryland. We're going to be with my dear friend, Pastor Joseph Harris, Love Center. So if you want to be involved, you can, you can come be a part of those services. I'm believe, I'm, the Lord has showed me about those services, and I'm expecting miracles, signs, and wonders, the power of God. It's amazing what God is doing. And I want to give you guys an opportunity, if you guys want to sow and be a part of the California prayer meeting. It's such a special thing to, to sow into something. And Destiny and I, when we, when we give into certain ministries, I always say this, Lord, I'm not just giving into that minister, I'm giving into you. And there's something powerful about love, loved-fueled giving. 
You're not just, you're not giving to get something back, even though that does happen. That's a, a law, you know, in the Bible, a, a biblical principle. But you're doing it because you love Jesus. You love God. And this is a moment that we are sowing, and you're not just sowing into anything, you're sowing into California. You're sowing into this prayer meeting tonight for us to have people here, uh, to pay the people everything. There's lots of things, you know, California and the natural, you know, there's a lot of things that have been sowed that's not been the best, but this is an opportunity to sow into God for a mighty move of God in California. As the Lord has called me, he moved me out of Missouri to come to California, and the Lord spoke to me one night. I was in prayer. I was listening to a man of God. He said this, Brandon, you are a missionary to California. I have sent you to California. So you sowing tonight into California, you're sowing into us being, in, being sent here, me being sent here as a missionary. Now I have a beautiful daughter, one years old. I think she's gonna come up here. I want her to come up here. Amen. You can see her. She walked all the way up here. She's a good walker. She's happy. Amen. Isn't God so good? Can you say Jesus? Amen. She did the other night. Destiny wasn't with me, but she said Jesus. Hallelujah. What an awesome time. Did you guys enjoy tonight? If you ever leave a prayer meeting or leave a service and you're more tired, there's something wrong. Every time I leave a prayer meeting, every time I leave a service, I am up. There's times she'll go to bed, I'll start praying, I'll be up all night praying. Gives you energy, gives you strength. Builds you up, it charges yourself up. Hallelujah. God is so good. You have anything to say? Amazing, so tomorrow night, seven o'clock Pacific Standard Time, California prayer meeting. And there's so many ways you can give. You can give on our website, hisnameministries.com. Also, there's a text to give. If you want to text your gift and, and partner with California, what God has called us out here for California, you can do that. Uh, there's also, you can even mail your gift to P.O. Box 262, Montclair, California, 91763. So there's so many ways to be a part. And if you want to give here, you can raise your hands if you want to be a part. Uh, we can give you an envelope. You can sew into the meeting here as well. And also on Mondays, we just started this, 8.15 Pacific Standard Time, we do a, we do a, we call it the Dedicating the Week. We do it live on Facebook. We just have an amazing time in the presence of God. I don't even have a little message. I don't have a message up or anything. I just wait on the Holy Spirit. I read my devotions just like I do by myself. And we've had so many people tuning in, so many people getting touched by God. We've had miracles on there. So that's every Monday, 8.15 Pacific Standard Time. You can follow us on our Facebook, like the Facebook, so you can keep all up to date with everything going on. So amen. Let me pray for your seeds, everything you've sown. Lord, I thank you for the prayers. 
I thank you, Lord, for everything they've done, everything they do, how you use them, how they're sowing into California tonight. I call forth a harvest. I call forth the, a blessing of God upon them. Lord, the blessing that's upon me when no one knew what I was doing and how you took care of me and my wife, supernatural. I pray for that same blessing to come upon your people. I thank you, Lord, for that. I thank you for testimonies. Homes that, are need, to be, that need to be sold, I call those homes sold. I call forth increase and blessing. As they don't just sow into us, they sow into you in California. And we give tonight because we love you. We honor you. And out of us honoring you, out of us loving you, we give cheerfully. Not reluctantly, but cheerfully we sow and we give into California. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. So online, we have text to give, our website, and also you can uh, send your gift into our P.O. box. So tomorrow night, don't miss it, seven o'clock Pacific Standard Time, California, prayer meeting. These dates are so significant. Just like what my grandmother said, it's no accident. This is an appointed time by God. We were not even supposed to have these meetings on this day. We were supposed to have them last week, but something came up. So we had them this time. It was a God setup. We are here and we are praying for those rains and we are believing and we have faith and we say all is well. Thank you for checking out our podcast. For more information on His Name Ministries, check out our website at hisnameministries.com or check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Have a blessed day.